Eisenberg, the internship coordinator and my career coach, pretty much. Um, so, first of all, uh, what was your major and where did you go to school or graduate from for undergrad? Thank you. That clarifies. So, yeah. I, yeah, I transferred from one school to another and changed majors three times, but I graduated as a broadcast journalism major from the University of Utah. Okay. Very cool. What, um, obviously that's very different than what you're doing now. So what made you want to do that then? I had an interest in news from a fairly young age. I think it was even middle school or so. I was captivated by shows like 60 Minutes. I just liked in-depth reporting, liked being involved. Um, I didn't go into college knowing that's what I wanted to do, but I came to it. Good. Excellent. Um, so then this career transition, mm -hmm. definitely from those, but... Um, I guess, let me, let me rephrase. When you left undergrad, mm -hmm. how did you begin your career path? Did you begin it during your senior year? Did you have an idea of want, what you wanted to do and then it changed? How did your career path begin post-grad or during My your senior year? My career path was delayed. So I had done a lot of things in school uh, to get experience. I had, depending on how you count them, number of internships. I did everything I could on campus. I did a number of things off campus. And then I got two internships in Los Angeles before graduating and then came back as the news director of the campus news cast. So I had a lot of experience, particularly for a new grad, but I had some personal life experiences. I had some bills to pay. I'd worked my way through school waiting tables. And so I kept doing that to get by. Um, had some issues with that a year and a half later, ended up even selling jewelry for six months retail, hated that. And all of a sudden, I woke up and I'm two years after graduating, not doing what I went to school for, what I really wanted to do, and I just had this talk to myself, I've got to give this one more try. Mm -hmm. So two years after graduating, two years removed from being a student, I begged my way into an internship at a local TV station. They gave me a, a tough writing test and I convinced now it may have been as much as an excuse to get rid of me <laughs> or show me the door but they liked what they saw and looked at me funny and said you'll come here for free and so I was doing that part-time and then they found a part-time paid position for me which worked into a full-time position that started my broadcast career. Okay um, so you as the internship coordinator you've um, helped facilitated a lot of internships you've done a lot of internship site visits what makes you see an intern um, kind of get a little bit of back or a little bit of experience with what they're doing and who they are and what makes you see that and go oh I'm not worried about them they've got it they're doing the right thing um, one they have to be pursuing multiple internships when I say I'm not worried about them they're probably at least at three um, and then doing something with it not just showing up I see them progressing not only from internship to internship, but within every internship. And I see them seeking input and demonstrating that they're applying that input. I see them come out with work product. Uh, when I see all of that, and they're able to come in and articulate what they've been able to do, and they've got plans for the next step and for growth, and they have demonstrated, they can demonstrate their work product. That's when I pick them. Okay. Um, I feel good about that then. <laughs> um, what... Do we know anyone who fits that? Hmm. Uh, what do you... How do you think 
interns can go into a position where they might not have a ton of direction or it's kind of a little bit self-led, how can they take the initiative to be getting those experiences that are going to be so valuable for their career? Let me rephrase and see if I understood your question. Mm -hmm. So if I go in an internship, how do I make sure I'm getting the experiences I'm looking for or if I'm still not sure? Right. Like you said, um, internships uh, or interns shouldn't just come in and just show up. Yeah, exactly. So how can they show if I've been very, very lucky where there's a lot of growth potential Good. and I'm constantly invited to meetings or, hey, do you want to take this project on? But for someone who may not have a supervisor, you know, kind of throwing opportunities their way, what is a way that they can make those happen for themselves? Great question. Uh, a few ways. So first, be an informed consumer. When you go into the interview, I know you can be anxious, you can be nervous, you just hope they pick me, pick me. Um, but ask them questions that will help you decide if this is a good fit for you. Ask them what kind of projects you'll be able to do. And if you're not going to be hands-on, will you at least be able to shadow people doing what you want to do? To me, ideally, both. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to do some hands-on work, but follow professionals doing it so you see how they get it done. You learn a lot from that. Um, so first, ask up front. They not only should be talking to you about their expectations of you, but it's a chance for you to say what you hope to be able to accomplish. And you'll usually get a response along the lines of, well, we don't do that here. Okay, then maybe it's not a good fit for you. Or we'll have to wait and see. Okay, be ready to prove yourself. Uh, or, oh, I didn't know you were interested in that. We can arrange that. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised how many supervisors I talk to who once the student expresses an interest, they're willing to help. So once you're in the door, first of all, bust your butt, do the best job you can with everything they give you, and ask for more. Show them your work ethic, if nothing else, for those first two or three weeks. If you show them you're there for them, they're going to want to be there for you. Meanwhile, express an interest in doing more. Um, if you first get things done, if you're not getting your regular work done and you say, well, I want to do that, they're going to say, I need you to do this or something. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing a good job on what they give you, asking for more and then saying, hey, I'm caught up on this, or especially if you're getting good feedback, that's a chance to say, well, I'd love a chance to do something more in depth, or could I do this? It's not only working hard, it's showing the interest. I've had a number of supervisors also who will say, I, I need people to speak up. I need go-getters. So be it. And finally, I'd say don't be a clock watcher. This isn't something you're just putting in the hours. Because you're an intern and you ask, they're giving you access to a professional setting, maybe mm -hmm. access to professional equipment and programs that you couldn't pay for on your own. Show up a little early, be willing to stay late. If they need someone to volunteer for an extra shift, you be the first one with your hand up. Attitude, work ethic. Great. I love it. Um, that I think I was actually just talking to someone about that today, how you can have an incredible opportunity and people who don't really try to meet the opportunity halfway and go above and beyond, they won't get the same out of it. Um, the uh, Kathy, when she did my internship site visit today, she said, I'm so glad you got so much of the, out of this internship. And just to be truthful, and my boss agreed with this, it's because I made the effort. This is not just an internship for me. Like, it is such a learning experience, not just in terms of, you know, applying my coursework or the actual technical skills, but it's also, how do I conduct a meeting? How do I email a supervisor that I might not know yet? All these kind of skills that, if I was just showing up and you know watching the clock, I really don't feel like I would be getting the same experience, and I really don't think I'd be so happy. 
with this position. No, and I love what you said at the end. Any intern is going to enjoy it more if they're more engaged. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're watching the clock, you're getting on your phone every chance you get, you're killing time. You're going to be bored. And trust me, you may think, well, gee, no one's saying anything, so no one cares or no one minds. <laughs> they're noticing. They're noticing you're not engaged. They're noticing you don't care. So why should they invest in you? Why should they? They're, they're, just, they're waiting the hours out. They can't wait to leave, frankly. Um, a, an example from my own personal experience, my first internship, it wasn't because I wasn't motivated. I was just, if anything, more respectful or maybe even a little shy. So I got my first internship, and I did not want to bother these important professional people. So I did everything I was asked. I did it well, but I certainly wasn't asking, you know, bothering people the way I looked at it. But it's not. It's showing interest. And towards the end of that internship, someone I really respected came up to me and said, well, Mark, you've done a good job here. What do you hope to do? And when I told her, her face fell, her shoulders fell. She just, oh, I wish you told me sooner. I could have helped you. I could have helped you get some of those opportunities. My last internship, I was getting out in the field as often as I could. If I was in the field, I was writing my own version. I was showing it to someone for feedback, sometimes getting yelled at or thrown, <laughs> my work thrown away. You've got to do that, though. Sometimes you create your own opportunities. So, yes, if you're in that shadowing opportunity on a PR campaign, on a journalism story, on, on something, okay, you're shadowing. You got to see the pro do it. Do your version of it. Create work samples. And then show them to somebody. They'll be impressed, one, that you took the initiative not just follow someone, but to do your own version. And now they have something to work with you on. If you don't, what are they giving you feedback on? But if I, if I go to you and say, hey, by the way, I had a chance to go out with Anastasia and I wrote my own version, will you take a look at it? Oh, well, they'll be impressed you did it. And now they can critique it. And if it's hard, critique, good, learn from it, and apply those lessons to the next one. But create those opportunities, show the interest. Don't be shy. Even if you are a little shy, you just got to fight through it. It's a wonderful opportunity. Do you have any specific advice for interns who end up totally loving their position, going, this is what I want to do? Do you have any advice for them trying to transition the internship into a job offer? Yeah. First of all, make sure they know that you appreciate the opportunity they've given you. Um, if you have been able to demonstrate throughout, and I, I've handled a lot of interns, and I can come back to answer another question of how I got here later, but... Um, some interns go after it more. Some interns do a better job. And it may not be in your first that you figure it all out, but if you do get to one in your last year or so that you are killing it and you're doing well, offer to take on more duties. If you can start to break the boundaries of that internship box and start to do the work of an entry-level person, you're going to show them you're already doing it. And if they have an opening, it just makes sense to put you in there, right? They don't have to spend extra time and money on training. Right. You're already there. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, they may have, here are the intern duties, but if you've done the things we've already discussed and, and gone and created your own opportunities and expressed interest in it, then continue always to do a good job with it. Sit down with your supervisor at some point, not just at the last minute, not when it's done, and maybe even have that talk. Hey, I'm really loving it here, and I know you don't may not have a position open, but if there was a position open, what would I need to do to be ready for it? What would you want to see from me? And when you put it in those kind of terms, you're not saying putting someone on the spot, would you hire me? That's putting someone on the spot. But if you say, what would I need to show you to be someone you'd want to hire? You might get some great input from them and say, well, will I have the chance to do it here? And be willing, if it's necessary, to do some of that work outside of your internship hours. But if you demonstrate you're there for them, you demonstrate you can take on more duties, 
you show you're always interested in more, and then you have these conversations with your supervisor that are very directed, that demonstrate your ambition, but also that you're willing to work. You're not just saying, can I? You're saying, what do I need to do to earn this? Go earn it. Um, great. Cool. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so on the other end of it, mm-hmm. how do you have any advice for if you are networking and you want an internship that might not exist? There's a company you love. You've connected with the people that work there, maybe, you know, some higher ups. Um, how would you suggest going about say, pitching an internship to that company if you really want to work there? One, I would look for someone in the department, look at their profile on LinkedIn or something to see if they had internships somewhere, because if they did, they know the value of those. And try to get to the person you would want to intern with, or the department at least, that you would hope to uh, intern in. And then ask, and if they say, well, we don't do that, um, say, well, would you be willing to consider it? I think I could do this and this for you. Be, be able, just like you were pitching a job even, show them what you bring to the table, how that might add value to them. Um, and don't be shy about telling them why you want to do it there. In fact, I'm sure if you're in this case you just mentioned, you may have seen other internships, but you really wanted to do it for company X. Tell them. You know, I've actually been looking for internships and I found some at these companies. But I like the way you do things, and I like your product, and I like this. I'd really like to intern for you, so I thought I'd call and see. Just the fact that you have that interest may impress them enough. I was able to talk my way into an internship in college when they hadn't done one for a while, and I kind of just handing them myself (laughs) made it easy for them. So that also gives you a chance, by the way, to really help shape shape and structure the internship. So I, I wouldn't hesitate to do it. Find the right person, and especially if they're where you want to be, you see internships in their own past, you probably got a good person to talk to. We talked about it briefly at the beginning, but um, I want to return a little bit to your senior year. Sure. So it sounds like you're pretty happy about a lot of the choices you make because um, in one way or another, they led you here. <laughs> but um, if you that. could talk to your senior, your college senior self, is there any specific thing you would say, or is there anything you'd go back and change if you could? Yeah, it's only God, yes. Um, <laughs> let me see, a few things. Um, I would have pushed, and this is industry-specific, but I was in a position to create those work samples, and a key one for broadcasting was stand-ups. And again, even though I was a little more assertive as a senior than in my first internships, I could have pushed for more stand-ups. Um, I could have created more work product. I could have done a far better job in my initial search. I did send out a few applications uh, in that time, I told you, where I really just needed to pay bills. I didn't do nearly enough. It's so much easier now electronically, but that was in a day and age where you had to put them on tape. It was a special industry tape. They're not available in the local department stores. Uh, They were expensive, and then you had to have time in a professional facility to do the dub. Uh, again, I felt I was really putting people out, and so I was hesitant to do that. I just needed to do it. I had a good reputation. There were people who supported me, and I should have remembered that instead of worrying about how much I was putting people out and produced dozens of these tapes and sent out dozens of applications, and I didn't do that. Uh, I wish I'd started a little sooner, been much more aggressive about the application process, and 
turning to and relying on those people who supported me to create the material. Um, so we've talked about this briefly, but can you explain what the final senior semester should look like in terms of the post-grad career search? In terms of the search, I would hope you're definitely in a professional internship somewhere, um, making contacts, building that reputation, building those good work samples. Um, be updating your resume and your portfolio, whatever shape that takes. Um, get professional advice on that. Again, I hope by the time you graduate, you've had more than one internship. Stay in touch with the supervisor from the previous internship. Talk to the ones at your current internship. They're in the field right now. If your supervisor isn't the hiring authority, use those contacts to get to the hiring authority and say, what would you want to see in a resume? What would you want to see in a portfolio? And do it while there's still time to do it. Don't wait till the last week or two and they say, oh, you need X, Y, and Z that you don't have and there's no time. Again, if you come into that in last internship already having a couple under your belt and you're being really purposeful about it, involve your supervisor early in that process. You'd be surprised how many people are willing to help you if you just ask for advice. And so if they say, well, you're going to need X, Y, and Z towards the beginning of the internship, hey, can we talk about how to schedule that in? Plan ahead. Make sure you're getting the experiences, creating the work product that's going to make you a stronger candidate when you start sending out applications. Um, don't go to the end of your, your last semester and then start to put all this stuff together. It's kind of like putting it in a rough draft for your term paper except this is far more critical. Who wants to do that? Oh, they need a portfolio. I'll uh, scramble together something. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you put it together early. Get the input of those professionals you've networked with that you've met and worked with. Um, you'll probably met some favorite professors who have experience in the field. Get them to look at it. Uh, start informational interviews early. We sometimes just think tunnel vision. I've got to find the job. Go to people who may not have a job ready but they're good sources of information and have those meetings. And uh, I use this analogy all the time. It's kind of like planting the seed. You know, which ones will take root and which ones will grow the strongest, but keep planting the seed. Because down the road, I talk to Anastasia, I talk to Emma, I talk to someone else who needs me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because of those conversations, somebody mentions me. Meanwhile, along the way, I'm getting great advice. My search is getting better, my resume is getting better, my samples are getting better, so I'm a stronger candidate when that opportunity comes. So hopefully you've laid the groundwork before that last semester of some good experiences. You're continuing that professional experience. I would really focus on all those things in that last semester. Yeah, you've got some last classes or two. You're going to graduate. You're in boot camp the last two semesters waiting for this job. Mm -hmm. uh, though I know some people think maybe towards the end, gee, I really want to enjoy my senior year. I would say that's the time you need to work the hardest on your career. Seconded. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. You don't want to graduate and look back and say, oh, I could have done more. Absolutely. And with time management, you can fit both in. You can't go out every night of every weekend. You know, you can't only uh, work on, you know, you also don't want to get so caught up in the job search that you're not appreciating your friends. I think there is really good ways you can balance it. But I agree. I do not see senior year about expressly having fun. It's about preparing yourself for what's coming next 
and hopefully minimizing that like culture shock of like I'm not in college anymore (laughs) you know what I've heard called the gray zone kind of minimizing that post-grad like oh now what I I love that you mentioned that um I think it can be a shock but if you've had more and more professional internships and you're spending more time on them you've created that transition and and when you do get that first job you'll feel more comfortable that transition will be easier so let me turn around and ask you a question Mm -hmm. so so as someone doing it right now what have you done in this semester and the previous semester to get professional experience well um I was just, so in the spring, I was just coming off of my outside go internship, which ended up being really good in terms of figuring out what I might not want to do in my career, which (laughs) as I told you, exactly, I totally believe in. Um, For the multiple internships. Yep, there you go. (laughs) Figure out what you do and don't want, um, not just in terms of the work content, but the kind of company culture too. I totally, totally believe in that. Whether you want a micromanager, you know, some people thrive under that. Whether you want someone who's more hands-off and there's more, like, self-development opportunities. Um, And then this semester, I've been working um, for, and this late late part of the spring through now, and then through when I graduate, I've been doing the um, social media marketing specialist internship for my school's strategy marketing communications department, which has is checking most of my boxes. Great company culture, Good. great opportunity for growth and development. As I mentioned before, I'm always being pulled into meetings, offered new projects, everything that I would hope interns get. And if you're not getting it, ask, ask for, for it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. So last question yes, for sure. you. Um, you mentioned what you would tell yourself as a senior. Um, because you lived it, so yep. you know. Yep. But if you had a megaphone and mm-hmm. could talk to every college <laughs> senior in undergrad and tell them one thing, if you can narrow that down, what do you think it would be in terms of the career search specifically? Okay, well, now I have to give you two answers because okay. my first <laughs> would get as much professional level experience as you can. Mm-hmm. As far as the job search, uh, start early. Find out what entry-level jobs are asking for six months, two or three semesters before you apply, and create a list for yourself. Here's what they want they already have, I've got stronger. Here's what they want that I don't have, and now I've still got two, three semesters to get it. Mm-hmm. So not even that last semester, that last year like you proposed, um, plan ahead and, and meet those requirements. Then you're not graduating and realizing, oh, I'm missing something. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Anytime. Um, I feel, I know I feel better and so much more prepared now for not just my senior semester, but like the work life in general. So thank you. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate it.